What's up, guys? Welcome to the first, I'm not going to say the first ever because this is not the first ever, the first episode of the new and improved How to Be a Good Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Jules Rangihuia. And I'm Jodie Clark. And we are so excited to be back with our good bitches. Shout out to those loyal followers who have uh, come over, would you say, Joe? It's come over um, from the past days, from BC, before Christ and after Christ. Um, welcome back and welcome to our new listeners. Boy, are you in for a shock. <laughs> uh, today we are just going to talk about what we've been up to, our New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Do we believe in that stuff? We're going to go on to where we're at with boys. Um, and, you know, naturally when it comes to me and boys and Joe's and boys, it leads to ghosting. So we're going to speak on ghosting, uh, followed by uh, the last thing, which would be our good bitch question of the week. So let's start off. Jodes, what have you been up to? So the last time we would have spoken was about mid-December. So mm-hmm. catch the listeners up from then. Okay. So massive year in 2019. 2019 mm-hmm. had girth. It had audacity. Mm-hmm. So excited for 2020. Um, I needed a decent break off the back of last year, so I spent a few weeks in New Zealand mm. um, where I grew up. Um, my parents have a house in the Coromandel, so I based myself there. And it was very much the opposite of Jules's holiday in the sense that <laughs> it was very much eat, pray, love. I was meditating. I was journaling. I was goal setting. I was reading lots of time in the ocean, cleansing the old chakra. I spent 150 bucks on crystals. It was, uh, you know. I love do that it, stuff though. Doing all my woo-woo shit, as I call it. Uh, whereas Jules's was very much eat, drink, twerk. Uh, yeah, so, heavy on the heavy on the drink and the twerk. I, I should have probably eaten more, uh, but no. Jodes and I, we came back and we'll post this on our IG. Follow us at at Good B Podcast on IG. Uh, but you know, we came back and we were swapping stories. I said, "Oh, I went on this boat party," and Jodes was like, "Yeah, I went on a boat too." And then we swapped videos. And whoa, whoa, boy, was it was it a contrast? Was it a juxtaposition? Um, Mine's like me and dad out. I'm like having spiritual breakthroughs and Jules is like. I'm literally like doing a shooey, <laughs> almost about to vomit, shaking my uh, like size 14 ass in everyone's faces who that and they just did not want it. Um, yeah, so I went back to Perth. Um, mm-hmm. Can I just quickly say a yes. shout out to yes. our Kiwi listeners? Yes. That is very close to home for Jodes and I, if my last name didn't give it away and uh, Jodes' oh, accent didn't, and if Jodes' accent didn't give it away either. Uh, so I went back to Perth uh, for, yeah, for the break and, you know, it was good but I think, Jodes, that's the last time I go back. I, I just mm. think I'm done. I don't know. I, you can probably give me a few. Like, do you feel that way about New Zealand? I feel like I am done with that completely. Like I don't need to go back anymore. I love yeah. the humans that live there. Yes. But I feel so – the difference between me living in Perth and me living in Sydney is in Perth, I am never alone and I constantly feel lonely. Mm. Whereas in Sydney, I'm always alone and I have never felt lonely. It's true. I've always said, um, look, New Zealand has the motherland energy and Sydney has a masculine energy. Australia mm-hmm. as a country has, is a very masculine country. Mm-hmm. So the feeling you get when you're here is very different than when you're in New Zealand. New Zealand kind of caresses you. It gives you a warm cuddle. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's why I love going there for holidays and breaks and coming back and I always feel so rejuvenated and replenished and it's just so soul-quenching yeah. for me, honey, mm-hmm. just soul-quenching. Mm. Whereas when I'm here, it's like for me it's about business. Yeah, it is the um, rat race. It everyone, is. It's a rat yeah. race. It's like go time. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is always – so busy. Everyone's always has to be the busiest yes. person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so quite a contrast. So uh, no, I think by IG actually, it actually was a really chill break for me. I know that everyone's going to be sniggering as I say that. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, for twenty three hours of the day, I was watching uh, Netflix document. I was watching that um, Netflix documentary, "Don't Fuck with Cats," with my father for twenty three mm. hours of the day. But that one hour that I went out and shake my, like you know, shook my ass was that's what was the one I documented. So, you know, of course, um, IG is just a... But that's IG all over. Yeah. Like, go on my IG now and you'll, you know, see a picture of me with fucking butterflies on my face. Am I at home chilling looking like that? No. Yeah. I'm in my Qantas pyjamas, B. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so... Actually, because the only time I do get my IG photos is if on Saturday night between the hours of 7pm and 10pm. If I'm not dressed up, you ain't getting a photo of me. Uh, So, any resolutions for for this year? 2020. Mine is kind of a lame one, but I I was saying to Jules, I really want to have more fun this year mm-hmm. because last year I can get a little bit down in the in the grind, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm just like work, 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 and I just keep my head down, ass up. But then you know other things fall by the way the wayside, mm-hmm. and we naturally vibrate higher when we're having fun. And we bring good into our lives when we're having fun. And I'm not saying I had zero fun. Fun mm-hmm. was had, but I just... But on a scheduled time, at 6.15 on a Tuesday, <laughs> that was when fun was had. <laughs> so this year I just want to have a little bit more spontaneity and a bit a bit more joy, if mm-hmm. you will, less work, work, work. Yeah. Um, you know, but in saying that, you know, when you lay low... I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I was waiting for this big, like, a fucking Buddha moment. Uh, no, I, I understand. was going to say, no, when you, what do I say? When you lay low, the bag follows. So sometimes it's... Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to let me get away with that fucking saying. Was that, did you just make that up on the spot? I just made that up. Oh, that, it was so obvious that that was not a thing. I was like, when you're like, with the bag f- follows. <laughs> Um, no, I understand what you're saying though. But you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. When you come to, I feel like when I stay in during the weekend, cause I'm trying to be so good. By the time it comes to Monday morning, I'm like anyone for wines. I'm yeah. like itching to go out. Because, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think I've got a few kind of little ones that I would like to share with the listeners because mm. I want to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, not buying coffee for the entire year. Yes, so, it's a hard one. Oh, I was getting addicted. Like uh, at one stage I wasn't even drinking them. I was taking two sips in a uh, recyclable cup. Oh, wait, it's recyclable? What's those cups? The keep cups? The keep cups. Are they recyclable? Wait, it's recyclable. Recyclable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just for all those, for you know, for all the world-loving people, which we are, don't worry about that. But, yes, no buying coffee for the year is becoming an addiction. Also, not that even cheap. Um and actually a huge one that I would love to throw out there um, to all our good bitches uh, that's helped me already immensely and what are we doing? We're like two weeks into the year mm. is I am never and I mean never to search an old flame or ex's name in Facebook, in IG, in Google 
chrome. Got and, it so hard. And there's nothing. So uh, I've stopped that. I've muted almost every guy on my Instagram. So if I'm not watching your stories, that's because you were muted, boo. Um, and the amount of time I have started saving, which makes me actually scared for the amount of time I was doing that. And I'm not normally one to admit that because I'm always like, mm. dump him. <laughs> like I'm always that friend that's like, they're like, anyway, I'm having trouble. And I'm like, dump him, dump him. Pose unblock, pose unblock. So, yeah, so I'm um, to never search that and it's already helped me so much. Um, I just have to block because I just have no willpower. So I'm just like, no, yeah, block. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then also, and I don't want to get too deep too quickly, well, not, at least not before our first break to socials, but um, I mm. want to stop obsessing about, and people are probably going to paint a really weird picture of me when I say mm. this, mm. I want to stop obsessing about my weight. Okay. It has always been such a struggle for me. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Polynesian, so I can look at a cake and I'll literally look <laughs> physically look bigger in my face. Like I put on weight so fast um and you know and there's an upside because I do put on muscle so fast but all my life and especially last year the amount like I would change my life by 80% to look 5% better Mm. and I actually don't even mean look I strictly mean weight weight has always been such an issue for me like even on the way here Jodes Mm. I was like I, I did weights this morning and I was like you know, maybe I can treat myself to a smoothie and then I was like having a meltdown in the smoothie shop because it had banana in it that's crazy to me because, yeah. like, for me, you just don't strike me. Like, I would never know about that internal battle for you yeah. and you just look incredible to me all the time. Like, you're always dressed so beautifully. Like, your body is so fucking <laughs> banging. Um, go check her out on Instagram. <laughs> She's this little green neon bikini number. Go treat yourself to that. Um, so it's just it just shows you never really know what someone's going through because mm-hmm. that I, that would never have been on my radar for you as a battle. Yeah, yeah. and there might be a few people out there, um, especially my friends or no, more so acquaintances that are like, "What the fuck is Jules talking about?" Her when I see her, she's always eating like if we're at dinner, she's yeah. like, "I'm gonna order the number two banquet with the free flow of drinks, please." It's because when I do that stuff uh, two days beforehand, I've already said, "Okay, Jules, you're allowed to eat mm. on." Saturday, you're allowed to eat what you want. Like I would never be like YOLO. I'm just gonna like you've mentally prepared I've mentally, yourself. Yeah, yeah, already given myself that tidbit. So yeah, this year and guys, we will do an entire episode about that. It's something that I definitely feel not so much about weight, just about our you know appearance and that growing up and body how that, image. Yeah, yeah, how that's kind of fucked us up in later in life. Um, so it's it's definitely not something I'm trying to skip over now. I just we just have so much to get into for this episode. It's a whole tang. It's a whole tang. So yes, just um yeah, so that's just my resolutions. And I actually think on the way I was thinking about this on the way over, maybe we should check in once a month to see if we've been sticking to this. Yes. So I'm gonna say, Joyce, have you had your scheduled Tuesday play date? <laughs> um, are you having fun, bitch? Yeah, are you having fun? And Jules, you stopped fucking fretting about, you know, your muscle tone or whatever. Oh, that makes me sound awful. No, it doesn't. Uh, anyway, guys, we're dying to get into the main subject. So we are about to go to break with our good bitch theme song, Crazy by Tori Levitt. Give it a listen. Uh, but before we do, we need this now more than ever. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, currently we are on Spotify and we're a bit too explicit for Apple. We think we're on Apple. It's, it's, it's coming along. It's coming. Definitely Spotify. A hundred percent. 
Um, yeah, hashtag free, free good bitch podcast. We definitely want to be on Apple, but yeah, too explicit. Um, hey, by the time this drops, we might be. Uh, we also, also please don't forget to leave us a new review. So thank you so much to all the people that gave us love before. Yes. But now because this is our baby, it's no one else's. It's just Jodes and I doing We're, this. It's literally our joint now. Um, so yes, please give us a new review. Five stars only. Otherwise your computer actually goes up into flames if it's anything less than five it stars. It does, and you'll have shit sex for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's just what I've heard. And someone will appear at the end of your bed. And yeah. <laughs> if you turn around <laughs> turn around three times. <laughs> this is getting fucking okay. dark. So Let's please break. follow us at Good B Podcast on the gram, and you can speak to us there. We'll see you soon. We are back and we're about to hit you with our good bitch of the week. Yo, yo. One day we will have a little tune to go along with that. For our new listeners out there, Joes, how Mm. would you describe our GB of the week? Good bitch of the week is someone that we've come across that we feel really exemplifies what it means to be a good bitch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Someone topical, someone that's been on everyone's radar and whether or not they realise it, but they are honouring them for for their good bitch qualities and good bitch likeness, if yep. that makes sense. Also, it will be someone that you guys know as well. It's not going to be Jodes and I, you know, favourite barista yeah. in Sydney. It will actually but that's be what I'm someone. saying. It's someone that's on people's radar mm. for being a good bitch. Mm. Uh, so, look, at this current time in history, there really is one woman who mm. needs who needs us, Jodes, right now, who needs this title the most. Megan Markle! <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I can't say Megan Mark without saying Megan the Stallion. And like, we will probably do a whole episode dedicated it's the year to of Megan's. If, if your name is Meg, 2020 is about to be huge yeah. for you. I'm yeah. just saying that. So, yeah, so uh, Megan the Markle. I, for obvious reasons, she mm. is our GB of the week. But for those of you who are like, oh, I've never been into the Royals, oh, no, I know that, you know, she's quite pretty. They, I think they had that wedding. Let me give you a quick recap yeah. of how Break it down this for them. actress, this American actress, became a Royal. So mm. in July 2016, she was set up by her friend on a blind date uh, with Prince Harry. Of all people. Where they bonded over their shared love of charity work. Can sure. I just give? Can I just say to my ah, shit sh- friends, can you step the fuck up? Because at yeah. the moment I'm just meeting Josh from Kick-Ons <laughs> who won't stop talking about his ex and I'm pretty over it. I would like to be set up with, you know, a, a billionaire, a royal, uh, just something along those lines. Come the fuck through, Literally. you know. Okay, so we need better friends. We've learned that already. Yeah. So uh, in September of that same year, Harry came out with an official public statement basically saying how upset he was, how the media was tr- already trolling his girlfriend of one week. Mm. Um, and this trolling had a real tone of like sexist and racist comments. It was nasty. Disgusting. Um, fast forward to May 2018, the couple married at Windsor Castle, mm-hmm. becoming the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Uh, you guys might remember that. I, I loved that wedding. I, I even I kind of got out of work and just watched it. I thought it was beautiful. Um, probably the standouts was um, Megan herself – Megan herself. Megan, Megan walked herself down the aisle. Yeah. Um, we will go into that family dynamic. Oh but I was like, yes, thank God. You know, taking that deadbeat of a father down with you. Um, Megan walked herself down the aisle and there was also that beautiful choir 
um, and that priest who was very much, you could definitely tell that like Megan had booked it all. Like yeah. Prince Harry had very little it, to do with it. It had flavour. Yeah, it had we'll flavour. It had flavour, flavour. There was definitely something like Houston, Texas was, mm. was very unpresent Alive in that well. church and we loved it. Um, and I then was here for it. In May 2019, they welcomed their first child, baby Archie. Mm. Um, and all throughout that year, they really did start to show signs of distance, distancing themselves from the royal family. So they started their own charity. Um, they, you know, decided to not spend Christmas with anyone, but they kind of fled to Canada. Mm and didn't see any of the royal family during that period. Um, And then on the 8th of January 2020, so only a couple of weeks ago, if that, the couple announced they intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and become financially independent while splitting their time between the UK and North America. So basically, in my opinion, that means that they are fucking off to Canada um, permanently to like live on mountains and stuff. So I think they just did that as a softener, you know, to say, oh, we're going to split our time between UK and Canada. No, I, I reckon they're fucking off. They're going to go live yeah. in the six with Drake. Harry's basically like, you can lick these nuts, is basically what he's saying. And, you know, a clip came out which he kind of compared, you know, the attention that they'd been getting to what happened with his mother in a roundabout way. So I just feel like now that he's got this baby, he's basically felt that, you know, he really needs to step up as an individual and as a man and protect his family. And that's his priority first and foremost. And if it means separating from the royal family, well, that's what he's going to do. And I personally think his mother would be proud Mm -hmm. and his mother would support him all the way. Yeah. So good on them. Mm -hmm. So why is she LGB? There is a lot to unpack here. We actually loved picking um, Megan. I'm sure she'd yeah. be flattered that she was picked for our I mean, good she bitch listens of the week. in, yeah. so shout out to her. Um, so um, lots to unpack here. I personally love her because it is so refreshing that she, like all of us, have a fucked up family, as in extended family. Who doesn't? And everyone's like, oh, they keep doing interviews. They always ask for money. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, hell no. My family's (laughs) always asking for money. Oh, my God, that (laughs) hand is permanently out. I mean, at the moment, good bitch on IG. I don't want to gas us up, but we've got at least 100 followers. Who knows what will happen once we hit the big 200. I'll be writing checks left, right and centre. Back up. Okay. Big things are happening here. Um, I also admire her because everyone hated her from the get-go and I personally know how hard it is, how actually impossible it is when your your boo, thangs, family and friends don't like you. Yeah, it's pretty much it's, it's kind distant. of impossible it, to continue the relationship. Mm-hmm. I've never had that because I'm the shit, so all my my ex's families fully fuck with me. Wow. <laughs> what an honour. But but, <laughs> but I've been on the flip side where someone I've dated or whatever, you know, my friends just – or even got in some kind of situationship, let's call it that. They were not down with this person and it made stuff really difficult. I actually think – I'm going to throw a statistic out there that is in no way proven scientifically. It's just my little fun statistic. I think if the guy's family doesn't like you, especially his mother, there is like a 95% chance it's not going to work out between you two. Yeah. Um, so Especially if the mom, if the mom is oh, not on board. Oh, honey. Especially if he's, you know, like an, a, 
only child. Mummy's boy. Only child, but hey, that's probably me just <laughs> being triggered. Um, why else is she our good bitch? I think just for hanging on. I'm sorry, I just I just got off in a little daze there. I was just thinking about her. Um, Megan, why else is she a good bitch? It takes a lot of balls to do what she's doing. You know how many women would just – and I guess it's we can't really compare Kate's experience to hers, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But just, I mean, her journey was like with William was just so completely different. They mm-hmm. were together for so many years throughout mm-hmm. university and everything. But and, and I just could never see Kate, for example – doing like doing something like this Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of balls it's Mm -hmm. one thing to go against you know your partner's family or whatever if there's clearly you know differences there but it's another thing to kind of basically go against the royal fucking family they have they wield a lot of power imagine Mm -hmm. the queen of fucking england not being down with you which would make me so upset because i feel like when i if i was ever hanging out well, when i would be hanging out with the queen if i was megan i'd it would be very hard for me not to always go yes queen <laughs> uh so megan darling we love you and what here an is the title good bitch of the week let's go to the other end of the spectrum which is us and which is us being stood up basically well well, who's surprised absolutely no one uh so i guess how we can you know let's start from the start all right because they're like like, what 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 do you mean who's standing you up who are these these insane creatures let us give the listeners what they want jodes where are we at with boys, with the D, with, with the, the home slices, where are we at? You you go first. I feel like this is all I get asked about and we need a category that's like the D list or the D down Ooh, or something. Oh, I love the D yeah. list. It sounds really exclusive. The D list because that shit is exclusive. Mm-hmm. You're, you're damn right, Jules. And I wish a- it was a list, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a very limited exclusive list. Um, okay, where am I at? I had a little booting um, last year. Before I went to New Zealand, which was really fun. Mm -hmm. Shout out to him. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've now decided that it needs to be Hot Girl 2020. It's the right thing to do, yes, to the joy of everyone in my life. So that's what I'm on right now. Mm -hmm. So the DMs are open once again. Mm -hmm. Come through. And and – Jodes and I were saying we're going to, for you know, strictly mm. for the podcast, we're going to go speed dating yes. and we're going to both get back on the apps because I'm off it at yeah, the moment. Yeah, let's do it. It'll be fun. Yeah, okay. Um, anything else you want to add about the boys? Um, you didn't have a fling over in New Zealand, like, like, hey? No. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you want to get down and dirty with fucking Barry that works at Foursquare, I mean, there's just not a lot of talent in Tyrua. Yeah. So... Right. No, as so I we're said, starting fresh. That it's was clean ve- slate, mate. That was very much eat, pray, love. It wasn't eat, pray, punani. Yeah. It was it was a retreat yeah. of sorts. But Sydney, hello. <laughs> um, where am I at with boys? Yes, uh, I want to hear about so you. Recently, I went on the best first date ever, and that's not even for me. That's like universally, I went on every girl's dream date. Yes. So, there was this guy. I met him at a nightclub. I was too fucked up at the time. Once again, who's shocked? Not me. Um, I was too fucked up at the time. So I was like, can you just put my name in your phone? Because I just, I don't want to, I'm, I'm, I'm here with the girls. Mm. I want to dance, etc. Let's hook up later. Kind yeah, of let's yeah. hook up later. Yeah. Um, 
So we're messaging, we're messaging, and he's sending me like, oh, paragraph after paragraph of his life and whatnot. And that makes me sound like a mean person. I am into that, but I don't have time for another job. We we have our podcast, which is our actual baby. It we is. also have our actual full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for another free internship, boys. No. So if you would like to get to know me, please schedule in a date. I am much, I'm also much better IRL. I suck it online. Like I feel like I've got. BDE IRL, like I've got big dick energy, but you need to meet me to feel that. <laughs> to feel them, mm-hmm. let that penetrate physically, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I was like, do you just want to go on a date? Like this is me asking him. And once <laughs> again, the girls are always doing the work. So I was like, just come on a date. He was like, yeah, sure. So we go to my house, we go bar hopping in Redfern, um, which is where I live. Um, I, I'm lit. Like I mm. accidentally drank a bottle of wine getting Accident- ready. Oh, it but- fell into your mouth. <laughs> it just fell and tripped. The corkscrew popped into my mouth and I was like, oh, oh God, all right. Hello. No, you know when you're getting ready and you're like, well, shit, I'm actually, I can't even do this eyeliner straight because I've just been, you know, drinking. Anyway, so. But that's I the just- best part. Girls know that's the most fun part of going out. I just had to set the scene so people know how set my night scene. ended yes. up. So yes. I was Liddy. We went bar hopping and you know what? I actually had the best time. He was really great to talk to. Yeah. Um, we just asked lots of more like very – there was very little surface-level questions. I was more like mm. – um, you know, I was asking, of course, all about his family, but I was also like how would you la- spend your last day on earth? Do you believe in aliens? Oh. You know, abortion, yes or no? So, guys, <laughs> there's just a little insight if you want to date me. That's the, the first date questions. Anyway. Let's get into your childhood trauma. <laughs> um, so we're having the best time and we go back to my house and – I'm sitting on the couch and he's standing up near my TV. So mm. I'm like, for people who haven't been to my house, because it's just such like the kick on house, it's the party house, everyone's been to it's my a, house. It's a fun but, vibe. Uh, so he's standing up near my TV, Jotes, and mm. I'm kind of, I'm like lying down. I'm, to be honest, the room's spinning, so I'm kind of holding onto the couch for dear yes. life. I'm looking up <laughs> at him and this guy is standing next to my TV and he's kind of, he's, you know, wringing his hands and he's looking really nervously like a meerkat around my house. I was like, <laughs> do you need? Are you okay, babe? Like, would you like to go to the bathroom? Would you like some water? He's like, no, no, no. Um, I, I just need you to know I I used to be a chopless waiter. I was like, of course, look at your body. What a waste it would be. You know, that is the only job I can see for you. You know, you were, you've got, he had an amazing rig. Mm. Anyway, so I kind of lie, sit back down and he's still doing it. He's still standing in the corner and he's looking around like he's like a nervous wreck. You know, I said, <laughs> Are you sure you're okay? You know, there's no one home if that's what you're worried about. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I just um, – I also used to do a few private dances. And I said, get it how you live, baby. Who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? You know? Men, girls, girls, what dreams made of. I lie back. I'm kind of sitting, kind of lying. He goes, and now I'd like to do a dance for you. There is no one at my house. It's just me and this fucking ripped guy. He wants to give me a private lap dance. I'm literally, I've got my mouth, my mouth is on the floor and I just hear this beautiful romantic music of Pony Genuine. The song of our generation, honestly. I would like to walk down the aisle to this song. So that is on. And I like to oh walk down my gosh. that deck to the song. <laughs> so I like to walk down. All right. So that is playing. He starts to take off his shirt. I'm always thinking about my girls and the podcast, forefront of my mind. <laughs> so I go, please, 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 stop, stop, stop. He goes, what? Can I please film you? This bitch says, uh, 
Yeah, sure. Well, girls, have I got a treat <laughs> for you this this, this evening. And at Australian Eastern Standard Time, I will be releasing the full video of this strip show so you guys know I am fucking dead ass. I am dead ass. I'm not, I'm no lying, like absolutely not lying. I will drop that video at 8 p.m. Eastern Australian Eastern Standard Time and you can all bask in the glory that is this amazing first date. Oh, we'll be basking. Unfortunately, I did passed out shortly after because I had consumed so much <laughs> fucking wine and um, Prosecco, Passion Pop, one of them. Um, <laughs> so, yes, it was a very short-lived uh, fantasy. But, yes, had the best first date ever. And then, Joe, it's riddle me this. Mm, mm. The following Friday stands me up. This is this the part, part stands me this up. This is the part that just I don't fucking understand. And just to just to you know, people are like, wait, how did he stand you up? Like literally, were you sitting at a restaurant? No, I wasn't sitting at a restaurant. But this was some bullshit. This story. So this, my heart. this boy texts me at six p.m. and he's like, "Hey, I've finished work. I'll be over at your house in half an hour." So I'm like, "Cool, cool, cool." So girls, you know what it's like. It's quite. You know, it's a bit embarrassing for me to say, but, you know, you do get ready. You get in your little thotty outfit, or maybe that's just me. I'm like, you get in your sequins, two-piece. <laughs> we <laughs> like, all do it. You get in your thotty outfit. I had yeah. a ridiculous amount of makeup on considering we were just chilling. I'd cleaned the house. I'd told my housemates. I'd just done the damn thing. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting at my um, kitchen table with a glass of wine in hand, like a fucking Stepford wife. Like I felt so embarrassed. Looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, what is, what is this the 1950s? Anyway, I'm sitting there, glass of wine in hand, and I'm waiting mm. and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. It gets to 8.45 p.m. Don't forget, girls, at 6 p.m. he was just around the corner. Rude. So – Obviously, I text him saying, hi, I'm cancelling tonight. Yeah. He texts me back an hour later saying, um, hey, I lost track of time. Ugh. At least lie and say your grandmother was dying and you also had to go rescue a kitten from a fire building. I fucking can't. It's just so lame. So this is what I want to get into today. Obviously, it's a bit of a tender issue for me. I'm fuming. But why, like being ghosted, being stood up, being mm. ghosted, Jodes, give me your story and then let's let's pull this shit apart okay i've had obviously a lot of experience with fuck boys um living in sydney for what how many years now seven years something like that and i do remember um one of my flatmates was involved in the story actually one occasion where and girls will relate to this what pissed me off is that i had dedicated d- dedicated dedicated a whole evening to tanning my sweet ass for this date. I think it was a pool date. Anyway. A pool date? It was a pool date. Like what? At, at like hanging out at the, by the pool. As in his pool? Does he have a pool? Yeah, he had a pool. Okay. And I'm just trying to remember the story. But because I remember <laughs> – I remember – this is true. I remember taking photos of myself naked – um, Wait, how naked are we speaking? Guys, uh, I love the details. Like <laughs> asshole naked or just like G-string I was naked? butt naked, but I wasn't sending the photos to him. I was sending the photos to my best mate that I lived with at the time because I was living um, in Redfern at the time. Wait, 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 wait. You can't just lay that on me. I've never heard this part of the story, listeners. So because when you- I'm remembering the story in my brain as I'm telling it. That's how authentic the story is. <laughs> wait, with these photos, are you on the bed? Are you standing up? Is it above? Is it front on? I was standing up. And I was, she's got a long, one of those long mirrors. Mm-hmm. 
And so I took the photo of my ass in the mirror so she could see my tanning job because usually she sometimes she'll tan my back and whatnot. We're very close. And I remember sending a photo of her because I was doing like a sweet tanning job because I knew I had this pool day. So obviously I wanted to look, you know, cute mm-hmm. in my bikini mm-hmm. with like a little bit of colour on that tang. Mm-hmm. So I did like a special tanning job and everything. And I just, I don't know why, I just remember taking a photo of, of my ass, my bestie. Which we'll be, we will be uploading. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can find at Good <laughs> Bee Podcast. And I remember she texted me being like, damn, fuck, you are lit. And so we were like all organized for this pool date, right? And then the next morning I logged onto Instagram and I remember seeing this individual's story and they were driving like to a different part of Sydney. And I was thinking, well, hang on, we're supposed to hang out in like half an hour. Like, where you going? Where your ass going? And so I messaged him and he was like, sorry, um, you know, my mate hit me up to do X, Y, Z, um, we can hang out later. And I know it's not the same as like being fully stood up, mm-hmm. but being a planner, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, this is like my Sunday. Like I was pissed off and we ended up getting to like a text fight about it anyway. But I remember that really pissed me off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, well, you were essentially, I guess you were let down. I felt more let down. Yeah. But I mean, it's I mean, it's so minor now looking well, back. But that was one one story that I remember mm-hmm. where I felt let down. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the common thread between both Jodes and I experience is, mm. you know, consistency must be a huge thing for us. Yeah, um, saying what you do, sorry, doing what you actually say you will, huge thing for us. But just communication, I don't know whether. It's a female thing because, you know, here we are as females, um, you know, we send the present to mum and dad. We know when our uh, brother's graduation is. We know our schedule. We know our boss's schedule. We're booking dinner for all our friends. And I leave one task to my boo at the time, you know, to book a dinner spot. And he tries and he's like, oh, it was closed day. Like, do they just not have the capacity? Do they not have the capacity to do the things that we do? Actually, no, I know that answer. No, it's no. <laughs> the answer is no. No. Uh, so I guess what? how can we become better bitches from now knowing that? Like what's our tip for the listeners out there if you are being stood up slash ghosted? I think it's important to make clear because I think a lot of women when they've gone through, you know, and I've literally experienced it all, when they've gone through situations when they've been let down by a person, is important to not t- – make it about you Mm -hmm. because these situations are never about you. It's Mm -hmm. never about you personally. It's never about you not being good enough, you not being this, you not being that. It's always about them because Mm -hmm. it's not hard. Even if you're not that into someone, right, is it that hard to just say, hey, here's where I'm at or I'm going to be late or actually I'm not going to make it today Mm -hmm. or, hey, look, I've changed my mind. Mm -hmm. It's not that hard. People that have integrity, people that have strength of character and people that you want to be fucking with in the long term are going to have – Are going to do what you – Right? Yeah. And And you're going to be blown away. Yeah, you Mm. are. And you'll just know right from the jump that that person's worth your time and Mm. you'll just know what it is. But Mm -hmm. I guess it's hard now. Like the dating game's just so brutal. Mm -hmm. Um, We've just – gotten used to having to lower our standards and we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm certainly not. That's why I'm still single because 
ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather mm-hmm. learn and be hurt than settle for less. Yep. I think my um, my tip for our listeners, our good bitches, of how yes. we can be better is I was actually quite proud of myself when that stripping thing – sorry, it's not the stripping thing. I'm, actually, <laughs> I don't know. What does this call them? Stripper. When Stripper did um, go slash stand – I call him Brittany. Up. When he stood me up, I immediately – like drew the line in the sand right then and there and yes. I just said, no, no time for that. Blocked and deleted him off everything. So uh, I did get his text and then I blocked and deleted. And girls, I woke up the next morning and I didn't think about him because yes. he wasn't all over my socials and he wasn't trying to message me at 4am asking where you're at. Like yeah. it was just done. And like now uh, I feel like for all those people that I didn't block and delete, that shit dragged on for the uh, next six to nine months because they weaseled their way back in. So I think just having those in your mind, you need to know what your line in the sand is and stick to it. And yeah. honestly, now it's just made more space in my heart and in my head mm. for that next person. Exactly. And, you know, as you raise your self-worth, things that were previously red flags to you Mm. all of a sudden become deal breakers. Absolute deal breakers. Because it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, for me, I'm like, no, my time is money now. My time is valuable. Mm -hmm. So if you do some fuck shit from the jump, I don't need to wait around for another six months to see if things improve with you. I know that. I know they're not. They're not. Mm -hmm. So let's just... You know, keep it moving. Let's not waste our time anymore. Mm-hmm. It's fucking boring. It's fucking lame. And also, everything makes for a great story. <laughs> so please don't regret anything, good bitches. Regret um, nothing. Look, we've made a whole podcast from our fuck story. Exactly. So you can join us uh, for the ride. We Guys, we are about to go to break, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe uh, currently on Spotify and hopefully Apple by the time this drops. Uh, how to be a good bitch. The, t- the I and the T is uh, start out. Obviously, if you're listening to us, you'll know that. Uh, we need all the love now more than ever. And shortly, we'll be back with our listener question of the week. You. Okay, guys, we are back with our listener question of the week. And this week I am actually going to be asking Jodes a question that she has no idea about because one of my dear friends wrote me it to ask the podcast and I thought it would be a really fun idea to ask Jodes and get her perspective because I feel this in my bones, this question. I was like, fuck, did I? I don't remember writing that. So thank you to my dear friend who did write this to me. I love you very much. So Jodes. I'm gonna hold my ro- I'm gonna hold my clear quartz. Jones has got we've got crystals all around us um, and wine, which is us to a T. Uh, are you ready, Jones? Yes. So they Me and say the crystal already. I've been struggling dating again post breakup. Mm-hmm. I'm usually quite honest and straight to the point when I like someone, but my friends are like, "You need to play it way more cool and actually like take the time between messaging back to people, etc., and kind of act like you don't give a fuck about them." And usually I'm a no fucks type of person. I just say if I'm into it and when are we catching up? I'm very straight to the point. And what I wanted to know was whether it's healthy to play those types of games or whether to just be upfront and honest. So looking at this from a gender neutral perspective, okay, 2020 is not a year for playing games. If you like someone, let them know. If you're texting someone, don't feel like you need to wait five fucking hours before you can reply so you don't seem too keen. 
What is the fucking point of that? End of day, if someone's into you, they're into you, period. Their interest is not going to wane because you've texted back quickly. Mm. Can I play devil's advocate? (laughs) Like truly, I mean, what do you think? I just, I don't know. I just, I just feel like if it's there, it's there. I I, I can think, look, there's a difference between allowing for a bit of mystery Mm. because mystery can be sexy, Mm -hmm. right? Creating that tension and that pull. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between that and just going about your day, minding your business, getting on with life and checking in when you can, then playing a game Mm -hmm. because the person is asking whether or not they should be playing games. I'm not for playing games, Mm -hmm. but mystery is a different thing altogether. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I I agree with the mystery part and I'm definitely going to take that on board. And the reason why I said I feel this in my bones is because I am Mm. a natural – leader I'm a natural organizer so Mm -hmm. every time a guy approaches me I'm like yep 7 p.m redfern done like and I am so straight to the point I'm like so would you like to come over right now I'm like like that too so yeah and that's never worked yeah I know (laughs) that's why I'm like it's frustrating I don't know I'm kind of agreeing with the friends I Mm -hmm. don't know if we're gonna agree on this I feel like the core of what we're saying is the same thing yes we don't find games healthy but there has to be some mystery instead of them saying so what are you up to this weekend and me being like I'm so free are you free do you want to come over right now yeah so maybe I can I, just chill on that I'm part. not saying do that because I also think for the most part the man should lead it might sound a little old school but I do think deep down men are hunters they do like the chase mm-hmm. they do so you have to but again that goes into creating mystery just you know, maybe not being so totally – it's it's sexy and attractive when a man knows that you've got your own shit going on, right? Mm. So if that means, you know, you're, if you're already organically going about your life, right, and making time for work, making time for your girlfriends, making time for your family, you're already going to be in a place in your life where your schedule – you have a healthy schedule, you're busy doing this and that, and that's going to make you instantly more attractive to a man. Mm-hmm. So – when he's asking you, are you available Tuesday or Wednesday night, you'd hope that, like, for the most part, you've already got your own shit going on because if you don't, you're probably not in a healthy space to date. The advice is to don't play games, but, yes, there has to be some sort of mystery, but not to mind fuck them so much that yeah. they're like, oh, this is too much. I'm not, I'm not fucking with this. Yeah, don't, you don't be, don't be too available. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Don't be desperate about it. So I previously mentioned that is me to a C. So you know what, Jones, I'm going to take on your advice, me with this listener, and we will check back in, I guess, monthly to see if, you know, adding a little mystery to our lives did help uh, in the bedroom and in IRL and on dates. Yeah. And we'll see. But, yeah, I think that is our our piece. Mystery is the key. So I actually think that that is it. Next week, I would like to introduce, I'm looking at Joe, she doesn't know I'm going to say this. I would love to introduce, I miss Dolly Doctor. I don't know about anyone else. I miss the sealed section. I, I want Dolly Doctor. I love reading um, people's secrets. So give me your journals, give me everything. So next week, I would like to introduce Confessions of a GB. Ooh. If you would like 
to tell us something that we can say on the podcast that you have told no one before. Oh. I have got so much. Yes. Um, you write to us. We will keep you completely anonymous. If you're one of my friends and you don't want me to know, which I would hope not, you can write to Jodie and yes. vice versa and she can't tell me. Uh, I think we should get a Confessions of a GB going. I think that would be so sp- spicy. And yes. I feel like you might be shocked about how many people be like, no, I've also – I also – Eat ass. It's 2020, baby. <laughs> We're eating ass and we're listening to Megan the Stallion. It's a, so, a judgment free zone, baby. <laughs> on that note, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. We appreciate all your loyal support. Yay. It has been such a journey for Joe tonight, and it we has. do it all for you. And we love you guys. Please follow us at Good Bee Podcast on Instagram and subscribe, rate, and review. Please, 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 five star rating and give us a little lovely comment. We'll see you next week. See you next week.